First things first, are the Packers done with Adams wanting out? How will Tim Tebow do with reuniting with Urban Meyer? How will the season operate with 17 games? Tune in to find out and join me on the, today's NFL journey. What is up, everybody? My name's Keanu, and I hope you are having a wonderful day. Obviously, we're here to talk about some football, so let's kick off with Keanu. <clears throat> I just wanted to kind of briefly elaborate on what's going on with Tom, uh, with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers right now. So as we all know, Aaron Rodgers did say he wanted out of Green Bay, which is kind of shocking um, considering he's been there his entire career. And now Devontae Adams is saying, okay, well, Rodgers wants out. Well, now I'm going to consider uh, contemplate my position here. And he basically explains that he, he knows his goals. Adams wants to be one of the best receivers of all time. He wants to go into the Hall of Fame. He wants to win that Super Bowl as every NFL player has that dream of doing. And he's just trying to figure out what's the best place for him to achieve his goals. Um, Tim Tebow, we know that he was a QB that played um, – in the NFL a while ago, and emphasis on a while ago. And now he's coming back. He wants to be a tight end, I believe. And recently he just signed a one-year deal with Jacksonville to be a tight end. And in my opinion, even though he's going to be somewhat, something like a third-string tight end, barely going to get any playing time in a game, I believe this is very risky on uh, in for a person Urban Meyer's position. He just is... Fresh out of college uh, coaching, he's now in the NFL. This is his first NFL coaching job. And he hires somebody that's in his 30s, washed up. It's going to be a tight end. Used to be a quarterback. I don't really know where he was going with this because, honestly, I, if I was in his position, I never would have done something because it kind of destroys his – not destroys, but – degrades his reputation as an NFL coach already because he's making questionable questionable decisions. Uh, yeah. Uh, the draft was a couple weeks ago also, and Justin Fields, in my opinion, he dropped down to the Bears. And there was a video of him in response to uh, Nagy, the coach, call Justin Fields and tell him that, they're going to they're going to pick him up. Uh, Justin Fields, unlike most of the draft prospects that night, he wasn't that thrilled. He never really expressed any emotion. I don't know if that's just him, or he was just bottling things up and just wasn't going to show it on camera. But he did not look happy at the fact that he's going to become a bear. And honestly, I don't see why he's happy. Because here's why. The Bears, for their entire franchise, they their entire like time in the NFL, they have not had a franchise quarterback. You could make an argument saying Jay Cutler was a franchise quarterback, but he was not a top-tier Hall of Fame quarterback uh, that Justin Fields has the potential of becoming. And a quarterback was the only thing the Bears needed to be a, a contender in the Super Bowl or even in the playoffs, period. Justin Fields can be that if he gets the good coaching. And Matt, Matt Nagy with with Nick Foles and 
like the other garbage quarterbacks that he had to coach. He got the team to eight and eight, and then he got them to thirteen and three with Mitch Trubisky that one year. My opinion, a fluke. But with Justin Fields, he's more of a dual threat QB. He can throw. He can run. If he gets the good coaching, which he probably will, he can become that good QB that can get that team that has a very good defense right now and an average offense. He can get them into the playoffs and hopefully they can go further and hopefully win the Super Bowl. Um, so as we all know, the NFL... Uh, decided to expand their schedule into 17 weeks. And the 17-week schedule actually came out yesterday, I believe around 5 p.m. And I wanted to go over that just in case anybody was like, confused or something and then go up like the matchups that I want to happen or I'm excited to see. So the 17 weeks, um, there's 17 games, six games within the division. So one team, the for example, the Niners, they'll play... The Cardinals, the Seahawks, the Rams, twice, that's six games. Uh, the NFC West will play the AFC South, and then also another division, so that's another eight games. Uh, then there's going to be two games that are interconference uh, with like the last place. So <clears throat> the last place 49ers will play the last place Falcons and the last place Eagles, and those two teams are all those three teams in the same conference. And then there's one interconference game, and that's going to be the same uh, place from last year, so uh, a last place team in the NFC will play will play a last place team in the AFC. Uh, and honestly, some of the matches that I want to see, I want to, I am eager to see uh, Tom Brady going back to Foxborough. Uh, he recently tweeted out that it's like having his high school uh, friends meet his college friends. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, I'm also excited to see the the Browns and the Chiefs go at it again like they did in the playoffs. And I'm also excited to see the Chiefs and the Ravens again. Um, I'm hoping the Ravens put up more of a fight against the Chiefs, but uh, hopefully it's a good game. And then I do, I am excited to see the Niners against the uh, Green Bay Packers once again. And seeing the Niners actually healthy this time, they could put up more of a fight and it could be a close game. Uh... So now we can move into my top 10. It is a very early top 10. It's just going to be a top 10 um, after the like post-draft. So first I have the Chiefs. And the reason I have the Chiefs is one, they made the Super Bowl last two years. They won two years ago. Uh, the only reason they lost last year was, everybody knows, Pat Mahomes is running for his life. It was just a car. It was just a car, three hours of cardio for him. Uh, they got their O line. They uh, Pat Mahomes got the O line he wanted. Uh, it's full of studs right now. So they're at number one. I have the Bucks at two because the reason I have the Bucks is one. I believe Tom Brady. I know everybody says it every year, but I sincerely think that Tom Brady might begin his decline this year. Uh, and but he's still a very good quarterback, better than most. And in terms of experience, that's kind of what helps him. And so they're at number two also because they kept almost their entire roster over the offseason. That, that amazes me because nobody wanted to leave. Everybody made sure that they stay together so they can continue to win championships, hopefully become a dynasty, which I don't think they will become. At three, we have the Bills. Uh, they're still a very solid team. We can't forget that. They made the playoffs uh, 
the past two years. They put up a very good fight. Uh, Josh Allen's getting better. Stephon Diggs is getting better. He's still improving. The connection between the two is still getting better. Uh, Stephon Diggs just got into the C's system, uh, the Bill system. He's going to continue to get better. Uh, and they didn't really lose anybody that important, so I think they're going to be a Super Bowl contender this year. Uh, four have the Browns. Uh, remember, last year was Kevin Stefanski's first year in the uh, Cleveland Browns. So this is going to be his second year in the system. He's going to become a better head coach. Uh, he's going to be able to elevate Baker more and elevate the entire team more. They're also getting, I believe, OBJ back. Uh, and he's coming back from his uh, knee injury. Uh, at number five, we have the Seahawks. We can't forget that the Seahawks were at 12 and 14. I know that the Seahawks, basically every game was a, was a one-possession game, but they got a better offensive line. They have better, they got a wide receiver. So they have better offensive uh, firepower and just protection. They also got a corner, so that helps with their weak points on defense. So, and then Russ is still not in his decline, so he's still a very good quarterback. He's probably a top five quarterback in the league right now. Uh, at six, we have the Niners, and this is just mainly because of injuries. We all know that the Niners were the team in the NFL that just were, that were just killed by injuries. There was around like a hundred different players that got to play on the field in that seventeen game season last year because of how many injuries there were, um, and also the draft. So the Niners they got Trey Lance as the third pick in the um in the draft and I believe that what's going to happen this year is that Jimmy Garoppolo is probably be his last year if he if he gets injured it's going to be Trey Lance going in if he does well I think that Trey Lance will be on the bench to continue to learn and learn the system and get better um okay so moving down to number seven I have the Chargers so they get their QB he was a rookie last year he's getting a lot better they have a really bright future. And then we all have to remember that all of the games the Chargers played last year, they were very close. And they're just going to continue to get better from here. Uh, number eight, I have the Cardinals. So J.J. Watt was signed. Kyler Murray's getting better. And his connection with D-Hop's getting better. There's more offensive firepower. Their defense is improving. That's why they're at eight. Moving down to nine, I have the Ravens. The Ravens, are, they're a good team. They just need to be able to deliver in the playoffs, so I'm putting them at nine right now. And then last is Green Bay. Uh, only reason is because their connection with, between Rodgers and the team is fizzling. And as we know, last time that happened, uh, coach is fired. So that's why they're at number 10. Um, so... Before we kind of wrap everything up, um, I did want to uh, just brush up on uh, like DK Metcalf, the sprinter. We all we all saw him uh, in the track and field event, the hundred meter dash. He got ten point three six, ten point three seven seconds. My God, he is what a two thirty two forty pound wide receiver runs a three four three three bench press like thirty three reps. He is a powerhouse. I'm very surprised that he was able to hit ten point three six seconds. That's insanely fast, and 
I think the reason he did get 10.36 seconds, and if people are surprised that, and they're like, okay, why is he so slow? Well, one, that's not slow. And two, I think it's just because it's conditioning. DK is more conditioned for football and not track, where it's just, they're, they are similar, but it's not a complete overlap. Uh, yeah, and that's about it. Appreciate you all for watching. See you next episode. Adios.